welcome to another episode of Silk and Steel. Today, we continue our conversation with a British Chinese YPG international volunteer, Huang Lei. He had been fighting ISIS in northern Syria for three and a half years on and off. Last time we had him on the show to talk about his first tour in Syria, we had to stop because of the time constraint. Today, we're very lucky to have him back on the show to continue with his story. Welcome to the show, Huang Lei. Yeah, thank you for inviting me again. Uh, thank you for <laughs> agreeing to appear on my humble podcast. So last time on the interview with the British Chinese YPG volunteer Huang Lei, he talked about his first tour in northern Syria, where he faced ISIS for the first time. He talked about his trouble with his own government upon returning and his decision to return to Syria to fight. We talked up to the point of Man Beach campaign. Uh, Huang Lei, what <laughs> do you remember what year was the Man Beach campaign? I remember it's around June or July. 2016. Yes, 2016. Um, so last time where we stopped is you talk about uh, at a particular checkpoint near Man Beach when uh, suddenly uh, ISIS suicide bomber decided to blow himself up uh, very close to you. So can we yeah. pick up from there? Yeah. Okay, great. So basically like uh, that place was a, like a, a big highway to uh, in north North, where no, yeah, northeast. That highway, if you can see on map, and you, know, you can see it because it's a really big highway, right? It's called M4 Syrian M4 highway. So what happened there? Like that is a really big road and uh, empty, and uh, we just get attacked, you know, by suicide bomber and uh, the dash just use like the AK start shooting for anyone. So and uh, some after the body is running out, they just run into you and blow themselves up. So. Even the family, just from them, the women, the children, everybody, like, you know, get a kill. Some kid just screaming, they were like half the body was literally blow up. Like uh, the right hand and the right legs just gone and they just can't stop bleeding. And I was really shocked from that, you know, from the bomb, like a uh, blast, right? And, uh, you know, the situation. Because what happened is like uh, nobody saw they're going to attack like this. So that is like a uh, really shock us up. And, uh, you know, uh, we that made us worry, say, what is going on on the front line? Because we are second line, right? So the front line, the people should be like, you know, um, to check every, every, everyone of there. Then after that, we find out like the front line was like a compromise and, you know, some people like quite like about five, yeah, five people get killed on first checkpoint, and uh, we we didn't hear any gunshot. We don't know what happened, so we think about maybe yeah, they dress as civilian and come to you, then use some, you know, something like you know shoot you or you know use knife or whatever they can find, you know, use something silence to kill the first checkpoint. Then they come to us, because after us, right. And uh, just not too far away, maybe just about one kilometer or about yeah, 800 meters is like one of the headquarters. 
So that headquarters, you know, a lot of commanders there and some like coalition, you know, U.S. Special Force, British Special Force, everyone is there. So we, we're assuming like the target was them or, you know, our checkpoint. Now, this is uh, on the other side of the river, right? This is after you guys have already crossed the Euphrates River, made to the western yeah. bank. Uh, when we cross the river, uh, when they just cross the river, us doing AINSA, we're still doing like, you know, diversion attack. During that time, I'm still in AINSA, you know, like uh, doing guard and sometimes they dash attack us. And uh, we were attacking one of the 93 yeah, ninety third, uh, brigade like like a place you know like the, uh, the division like the barrack. So we're still fighting there, but uh, the commander decided say yeah we're going to like uh stop the fighting there. Then we're digging a long 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 trenches around like you know the front line. So just in case like if they drive a suicide bomb or someone running to us, then they put in like about. 70% troops from all over Rojava, all over the YPG, you know, SDF, everyone sent them to the main beach. Even the Asa-ish, the police force, sent them to main beach as well. During that time, like, uh, the timeline like, really bad, right? When they're crossing, uh, because they dash hold the bridge, it's like, uh, it, uh, they know we can't blow up the bridge, uh, and they don't want to blow up the bridge as well. And, uh, <laughs> What happened is like they just uh oh sorry cast again. So so that bridge is just next to two big hill, and that big hill right you can't see what's behind because the road goes through the like uh, you know goes through the uh, two hill between the two hill, you know after two that big two hill here's more small hill or something and dash. And uh, like uh, you know, they digging on trenches, like uh, digging on some like uh, tunnels just under there. And uh, you know, they putting a lot of olive tree there, and uh, a lot like uh, you know, no more like uh, yeah, uh, just no more trees put in there. You can't really see from the sky. So when the U.S. special force send like drone over there, you can't really see what's under there. So nobody um, like know what uh how many troops there, what's they prepared there. So what we're thinking about is like a use like a like a landing boat something from US from like a T string and a string like this two place and uh, attack them first like during that time we already take it uh, took the T string dam so that area was secure but uh, the things like uh, from T string dam like uh, around around the T string dam like uh, always dash they putting putting a lot of force there like the things the arm vehicle some M- everything there because they know we're going to push from there so they are really well prepared yeah i remember that i remember um it's uh, late 2015 around december that's when uh ypg made the push to capture tissue and dam but after that um us put the uh offensive on hold i i guess there was some kind of intense negotiation with the government of turkey where uh um Erdogan, uh, president of Turkey, wanted the U.S. to stop cooperating with YPG and instead let Turkey and the Turkish-supported so-called rebel forces to to, uh, take over the task of dislodging ISIS from Manbij. But 
they did such a poor job um, from January to uh, April that U.S. Uh, military finally decided enough is enough. They were going to go with uh, YPG again to try to uh, s- uh, sweep into Mon Beach. But by that time, uh, you know, ISIS had half a year to build up all the defenses. Um, so I guess, yeah, like you said, they're, they're well prepared. And I remember at the time I was monitoring the war through social media, mostly Twitter, and I saw photos of um, those kind of the temporary uh, pontoon bridges that, that I guess the U.S. Uh, Army of Engineers built to help uh, ferry the YPG soldier across the bridge. Were you on one, one, one of those or you know anything about that, that operation? About Operation Tishrin Dam? Uh, no, not, not Tishrin Dam was in early December 2015, right? I'm talking about there was another large scale uh, crossing of the river uh, in the early stage of Mon Beach operation where uh, I remember YPG crossed the river in multiple points, right? Yeah. Like uh, here, like uh, they have four different points to cross. First one is the main bridge on the north, like, uh, you know, uh, north, like uh, the uh, Tishrin Dam. And uh, the second place is like a uh, Tishrin Dam. And uh, here's uh, two more places, right? It's like uh, near Tishrin Dam. And uh, one one of the places in down south, like the bridge. Because what happened is like the U.S. sent like the landing boats. So one boat, you know, they just put in like a mental boat and putting like a plate there. Then you send a, you tr- like a, putting your vehicle, you people there in the night just drive through there landing there everybody get out and then just keep come back getting more people like this so yeah like when the first early stage right like uh, when they're attacking right like that's quite a surprise attack because like uh, the dash sort of like we're going to attack raka they send a lot of the troops back to raka you know and the top cut to defense and uh after that like uh, the, we we just uh, sort of like yeah this diversion is work then in same like the same night, uh, I can't remember the actual day, but it was in yeah in May, sometime in May, like in one night, like four place in same time, like the landing, like uh, there was like uh, you know like here was saying like a uh, U.S. will send a helicopter to support us, uh, but you know Turkey was really against that, so they. Uh, Americans that like didn't send like any like a uh, helicopter or troops help us, but they provide like a landing boat. So first like a uh, contact you know was like uh, in Tishin Dam, like uh, you know people was like uh, thinking oh like the dash was thinking oh we will crossing every all the troops in Tishin. So they surround the Tishin that area and just keep fighting. But the landing boat was like landing on the you know, north like the Tishin Dam. But they didn't fight it. They just like stationed there, hiding, waiting for more troops. And a more north, right? Here's like a more, uh, really close place near Shrin. Like uh, they crashed from there, and uh, there, like uh, they didn't like uh, find any contact, right, or any enemy. So they are waiting there. And uh, on the bridge, they was fighting on the like a uh, bridge in M4 that bridge. So that was heavily fighting, but uh, nobody shooting down like the bridge because. Uh, Dash wants to use that bridge to attack us again. We, we want that bridge to attack them. So that was quite confused a little bit on the bridge. But like uh, they, uh, we take a lot of casualty, right, on the teaching them. 
and some like a、uh, international was get a kill over there as well. So that's quite badly like really fighting because uh because uh, the American have like negotiation with like、uh, Turkey talking about the or、uh, they will not allow the YPG to cross uh the Euphrates. You know, cross the west side of the the Euphrates. During that same time, Turkey start moving the troops into like a、uh, Syria. So the first place they come to right is called J-、uh, Jalablus, right, just like a north, uh, very very north, like a、uh, Membij、uh, between the Syrian border and、uh, the Turkish border. That place now is become like one of the big military like a、uh, place for Turkey to station already、right、and、uh, crossing border. And、uh, yeah, I remember that because、um, Jarablus was always like one of the main.、Uh, it's it's a border town right on the Syrian Turkey border, and it has always been a one of the main supply points for ISIS for getting their、uh, men and and ammunitions from Turkey, and and that's why、um, the whole point of、uh, Operation Man Beach, I remember, was to. Close the gap, so to speak, to cut off that、uh, ISIS supply corridor from Turkey. Of course, you know Turkey that that whole border used to be pretty wide open before 2015. I mean,、uh, you know, it's it was an open secret.、Uh, basically, all these jihadis were flooding into Syria from Turkey.、Um, it's only after 2015, I guess, under the pressure from U.S. That Turkey started to close down that border, but still, you know, ISIS was still getting a lot of reinforcement and supplies from crossing the border, either via、uh, smuggling or, you know, maybe maybe the Turkish authority were just, you know, turning the other way.、Um, and so, by the time you joined the Manbij fight, was at this point was Manbij already surrounded or? Uh, you know the the operation was still you know there you you are still pushing towards a city. This stage I'm enjoying like、uh, in second stage we already cross and、uh, we like a、uh, a security border and、uh, we trying like a、uh, like at that time is、uh, when we just surround Manbij we trying to get, go inside Manbij that time because、uh, the first like、uh, when the first stage they cross the border surround Manbij、uh, I was still in Ainsa after there. Like a situation change, they they were thinking, yeah, we can win this, no problem. But、uh, after that, things a lot of things change, and、uh, what is like、uh, that plan for YPG, right? Because like、uh, during same time, we cross from Mumbai, we trying to push in like a、uh, uh, west to Afrin. Then same time from Afrin, they send、uh, all the best troops to the east. They trying to like、uh, you know connecting two of the can like、uh, the place. You know that's what what happened in 2015 from the Kobani force and from Jizya force was like a connection, like you know, like they push like the same times right from、uh, left and right. So that's why the surrounding that place called Sluk. Yeah, just to for our audience who may not realize, at,、uh, in the beginning the Kurdish control area in northern Syria are separated into three cantons. There's.、Uh, Kobani Canton in the middle around Kobani. There's Afrin Canton in the northwest of Syria, just northwest of a city of Aleppo, and then there's、um, the、uh, the biggest Al Jazeera Canton on the northeast Syria、um, uh, around the city of Hasaka, and and it's through、uh, the Battle of Kobani 
the Jazeera uh, canton and Kobani canton were able to link together, forming into one continuous zone. And one of the goal for camping of Man Beach, for YPG perspective, I guess, is that uh, YPG was hoping to link up with a isolated Afrin canton on the northwestern corner of Syria. So that way there will be one continuous zone across the Syrian-Turkish border of the YPG control regions. Um, and I remember uh, the when Man Beach campaign started, YPG actually moved very quickly uh, through the countryside of Man Beach. Uh, you went around Man Beach for both from the north side and the south side, and and it, it surrounded the the, the city um, in a very fast campaign. But then I remember the campaign kind of bogged down because you know ISIS had more than half a year to build up defenses inside the city, right? That's when that's when the fighting got really intense, right? Yeah, yeah. So what happened on YPG is focused on like a link to Canton, right? Link Kobani Canton and Afrin Canton. So they will, will think about doing the same thing in 2015. And, uh, you know, from Afrin, they send the troops, right? And uh, Mumbiji, uh, right? They surround Mumbiji. But during that time, they didn't attack Mumbiji. They just surrounded them. Then they send all the, the mobilized, inf- like uh, infantry and uh, like, troops to, like, uh, to war, like, uh, the Afrin. From Afrin, is uh, like, uh, you know, uh, keep pushing to Mumbiji. They was very, very close, right? Because then after that, like, they was, here's a city called above, just between, like, uh, you know, uh, offering and Men Beach during that time, like a uh, Turkey say, Oh, shit, they're gonna link there, so they all North Syrian will be like uh, you know, under YPG control during that time, right? Like uh, Turkey just uh declare war on ISIS, but uh, it's not true, you know. They just move all the troops from Jalablos. Here's a, f- a lot of f- uh, footage, right? They just move to uh, move in Jalablos, tell them, right, to like uh, you know, change their clothes, change to Turkish uniform. Okay, they are Turkish troops. This is like a, a lot of people saw that and a lot of like journalists was filming that. So during that time, right? Yeah, I remember the footage, even the footage released by the Turkish supported rebel groups. Um, it was a very weird uh, scene because it's obvious when the Turkish troops were moving into Jarablus, there was no resistance. I mean, it was, it was an empty city. The, the ISIS just gave up the city control to Turkey without a fight. I, I'm, I'm sure there's some kind of under under the table deal that was made uh, between Turkey and ISIS at that point. Uh, and so so Turkey was able to take over Jarablus really quickly. Um, so at, was at this point, um, I thought at that point, the YPG almost already control Man Beach, no? Or, or they were just still on the verge of controlling Man Beach? No, 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 no. Like, they just in, like, a, a stage two, right? They surround the Mumbage, and, uh, you know, they're they trying to, like, uh, wait for a little bit for, like, you know, the ISIS is just starving, like, they have no water, no food, right? So they still focus, focus on, like, you know, push to the offering, because this is what what's the one, right? And, uh, you know, Turkey saw that happen, right? They just, like, move all the troops. But during that time, right, they didn't say uh, it's Turkish troop. Uh, so they just change all the names, right? It's like a Turkish backup FSA, and uh, what's the name right now is the Syrian National Army. 
So that is what they call. What happened right that time right is Turkey kind of like a fully support like the ISIS during that time. They said, "Oh yeah, we crossed there. We uh, uh, Jalabulus is ours, right? We give you some weapons." And uh, things are changed now. Is like uh, when we just uh, keep pushing to the Jalabulus. Here's like three force right in a uh, Membij size. One force is pushing to north to like a Jalabulus, and uh, here's one force right is keep pushing to above to Afrin. Another force push to south. Because during that time, like uh, uh, Bashar's force, right, is pushing to Membij as well. So you know, in the middle, the ISIS is literally like uh, they confined in two force, right? So the basic south south front, they just like uh, trying to take much territory as they can. So so they didn't get uh, any resistance, and uh, but the north and uh, the west was quite really big battle, right? And uh, from the north, right, they trying to push to Jalabulus. Like here was like they say about just twenty kilometer away from Jalabos, they then they gonna push back because they got got like artillery and the tanks and all the good weapons, so they can't find that. They just like you know pick up with Dushka and some like RPG or Humvee. Yeah, yeah, they they face they face up against the Turkish army, right? With yeah,、uh, and I remember the Turkish F sixteen cross the border. And initiated airstrike on YPG positions, and that's one of those things that、um, you know there was a lot of geopolitics、uh, back dealing between the powers because originally、uh, before that Turkey Turkish F sixteen was not allowed to go inside the Syrian airspace because of Russia. You know after Turkey shut down the Russian jet in twenty fifteen. Uh, Russia deployed S three hundred and S four hundred air defense systems in Syria. After that, Turkish jet just stopped crossing into Syrian airspace at all because they know they were going to get shut down.、Um, but、uh, this a lot of things happened that year.、Um, I remember one of the thing that happened was a Turkish coup,、um, and as a result of the Turkish coup, the the, the Turkish President Erdogan start to lean toward Russia, and and Russia basically, I mean, it's it's really both the United States and also Russia gave the green light for Turkey to go inside Syria because,、um, you know, Joe Biden、uh, at the time, the Vice President of United States,、um, uh, was it Joe Biden or Kerry?、Um, I forgot. It was one of the two has said that you know basically that was agreement with Turkey between Turkey and United States that you know YPG is going to take Man Beach, but that's it, right? Like there wasn't、um, like the YPG wasn't supposed. They were supposed to link up with Afrin. Like at least that was the deal US made with Turkey.、Uh, you know, like so so. Both U.S. and Russia basically okay Turkish invasion of northern Syria. You know, the Russia by、uh, let its S four hundred S three hundred air、uh, defense system stand down, allow Turkish jet to come in, and U.S. also you know offer support, diplomatic cover for Turkey to come in. And I remember YPG at that point was in a kind of really bad situation because. 
Um, up to that point, YPG thought it has the backing of the United States. You know, everything was looking good. They were going to link up the Cantum. Um, you know, YPG was on a roll pushing both from or from 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 east through through Man Beach countryside, and also the force from Afrin was pushing west. And and it was very like they were I think like only thirty kilometers or so apart before linking the front. Uh, before Turkey realized, oh, this is this is not good. They're gonna form a continuous Kurdish control area all across northern Syria. That's gonna completely block Turkey from the Syrian territory, and you know, basically, Turkey will lose uh, its leverage in the Syrian affair. Right. So, so, so that's when Turkey intervened um, directly. Um, Okay, so I I remember all that um, Turkish air airstrike against YPG position and Turkish tank rolling across the border. Where were you at that time? Yeah, I'm like in the headquarter, like you know, doing like a security for some like commander. So that's why I know quite a lot of things during that time. Because what happened right that time, right? Like one of the, the commander right was my uh, Tabor commander. He was a promotion in. Like in one year, become one of the frontline commanders. So he have a, quite a lot of troops, and uh, he was like, say, hey, I have a seat back, come. So basically, like, yeah, I'm just with him doing nothing for quite like uh, almost one month for nothing. But uh, uh, I was lucky in the headquarters, so I quite kind of know everything. So like uh, you say, right? Like uh, when they push to um, offering. Like here's no like a U.S. support artillery and or airstrike, so here's literally nothing from Jalablos, right? They get a sh- like a shot a lot, and Turkey is really small, right? They didn't cross like the uh you know the one five five artillery self prepare gun and a two o two o five the self prepare gun, the really big one. So they're parking in Turkish territory, you know they can shoot through like in a thirty or forty kilometer, right? Here's no way YPG can like you know can go through there. Because you know there was in inside Turkey, how how are they going to like uh, attack that place? So they keep pushing back. Then what happened is like uh uh when YPG trying to push to above, you know how close was they was linked together, right? The here was about five kilometer from the Membej side and the African side, because the radio can even talk to us. Here's a big celebration. All over the front line, say yeah, we we go unite like a you know like a uh, uh Rojava now, you know so close. Then Turkish tank coming, then uh Bashar's tank is coming. So here's a big fighting be- between like a Turkish backup uh Turkish backup FSA and uh Bashar's force. You know the both sides send like a tanks in above. Then these two forces are fighting and uh, you know YPG. What what they have just pick up. With Dushka, they just use like a BMP, uh, APC, and uh, and the tanks, and both side have T seventy two tanks, and YPG have nothing, and uh, they both side have a self self prepare gun, sorry SPG, so YPG was keep pushing back really badly. Then after um, uh, America have a deal with uh, Turkey, so they stop pushing on the above. They now the Turkey is moving, so they don't have time. And uh, the Turkey from Jalobos is start pushing south. They trying to you know, uh, Turkey the Membej right. So Turkey was saying like, oh yeah, we will support like the coalition to attack ISIS. So they will say, 
they will take a main beach. That that's what they announced during that time, and at that time, like a, well, all the YPG was really in like a really different difficult time, right? So basically, like this around the main beach, and uh, uh, Turkish back off, uh, FSA and the dash from south was surrounding like a YPG as well. So YPG, uh, was facing like a two force, right? You know, one's well equipped, you know, well kind of well trained, got a big you now Turkey back up, uh, the terrorist group FSA, and down the south the ISIS is like you know they keep sending troops. Okay, so what happened during that time, right? Like uh, ISIS was was uh was thinking about like a surrounding. YPG right because that time like YPG sent a, uh quite a lot of force like uh, uh SDF YPG sent a, the the force right seventy percent of this force is a uh, west of uh, Euphrates and uh, they only have like a uh, two like uh, you know spl- uh, supply line because for food because what happened during that time when YPG in operation it's like uh, the uh, the factory. And uh, all the food is come from like you know Jazeera, because uh, like all the you know big trucks you know everything sent from Iraq to uh Syria from Syria from like uh, J- uh Jazeera Canton, then drive about like you know uh one like about five six hundred uh kilometers right to like a uh, main beach, right? So the food everything is depend on the uh on the east side. All you know the like all the food was like uh, you know ready to eat meal, but basically just like uh, some vegetables and and bread, and then sometimes you are lucky, right? You get some kind of meat, and uh, you know, uh, and uh, the all all of the water was like a uh, bottle water. All of the bottle water is come from like uh, Iraq, you know, uh, Iraq Kurdistan. So the supply line was good, like uh, you know, when the first stage, second stage, when the Turkey start pushing to south. And as uh, the dash putting start pushing to north, especially like a uh, when like uh, they send like uh, the good force from Raqqa and the uh, Tapka, you know they send all the troops trying to push like uh, to uh, north to link with the FSA to cut off all the YPG, you know on like uh, on the uh, west side of Euphrates. So the during that time, dash was so crazy. Like uh, the line was really bad, and a lot of casualty. You know, especially like you know in the city, you know they was well prepared, and uh, you know they got all the supplies, and uh, the situation is really bad. What we could up. So this is the time when Turkey was coming down from north with its regular army and and jet, uh, flying into Syrian airspace. At the same time, uh, Daesh or ISIS was pushing from Raqqa and Tabqa north, trying to break through the YPG siege of Man Beach, right? Because this time, Man Beach, the city was surrounded on all sides. So, so, so ISIS were trying to break through the siege and, and try to uh, lift the siege. So, what ISIS doing, right? They didn't attack us. They just uh, waited to you going going inside city. They never attack us. That's uh, so weird. Normally, right, we attack cities, they will push you out, right, and you suicide bomb. They didn't. They just, uh, yeah, waiting there. So they now they're trying to hold YPG, right, as long as they hold that, like, the city. So as 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 long, like, you know, the dash and, the, you know, FSS, like, pushing to, uh, to, sorry, push to Moon Beach, they have hope. 
so the what's the happening right you know that in world war Two, right like uh the allies with the german was fighting you know that place called baston you know the 101st troops was surrounded by um german force and uh Parton with the their force you know break through and uh you know rescue the uh baston the the uh 101st airborne you know this right so that situation really like that they didn't push out. They just wait till you attacking them. So they just like you know they have good uh, defense position. They have everything supplies right. They have good like a uh, manpower and uh, you know ammunition, and uh, you know a lot of booby traps. And uh, during that time, YPG just like uh, what we call up city right is a slot ground. So they send one like one group going there, then they complete be wipe wipe out. That's why so many like a Kurdish fighter right YPG force was killing there. YPG, YPG, like, uh, you know, then what happened, right, this asker, like, uh, uh, Asaish, the police force, and they joined the fight as well, but uh, the Asaish didn't come to inside the fighting the city, the city still is, like, uh, you know, man force is YPG, YPG, SDF, and some Arab, Arab tribe force, right, so the YPG, like, uh, the YPG later, the Asaish was defended on the border, right, between Dash and, uh, YPG, or, um, uh, Turkish back off FSA and uh, you know uh, YPG territory. So like uh, the Asashi was on outskirts, there was a protection there. But uh, in after May, sorry, what is uh, is June or July? What happened is down south, right? Here's a uh, one group like a lead force, right? Come uh, come from like uh, Tapka was really you know they break like Asashi so easily, right? But they didn't attacking you know other side. They just straight keep push to like a uh, uh, Mumbich. Um, how bad is that? Is like we can like a heard about the attacking. They like putting like Dushka, you know, like and uh, you know on vehicle, right? They just keep pushing to the Mumbich, and they didn't attacking our left flank or right flank. They just keep pushing to Mumbich. Uh, then. Everybody was a panic. So what the fuck is going on? Down south, what the Asai uh, was doing? And, uh, you know, there was only 10 kilometers away from Membich. Then Americans, like, you know, the drone F-16 and all of the, you know, uh, S-4 weapons, like, just booming shit out of them. That's why, that is, that is how we stop them. And, uh, you know, the NYPG sent, like, uh, the more troops, right, from Jalablo, uh, from, sorry, from Jizia Canton and Kobani Canton. So, you know, in Kobani, the, uh, the situation in Kobani right now is like, here's uh, no Asa-ish or YPG force. Like, uh, you know, the checkpoint, like, uh, the who, like, protection that city, right? Is a local civilian, like, about 50 years old, like, uh, some, like, a, like you know, granny was holding uh, AK, stand on the, like, middle of the road to doing protection or in checkpoint. And it's a lot like a teenager, right? So they just helping, like you know, ship, like a help, uh, shipping, like this, uh, the supplies, like a water, food. They put it on the truck, and uh, you know, just helping like this, make a uniform, make like uh, all this stuff, help the hospital, all the old like ladies, old men. So they're doing like a you know, security, like checkpoint, doing like a guard, something. That is how bad that situation was. And the ISIS dash and the you know FSA now uh, YPG is almost like the seventy percent of the force in around the Mumbai. So they want to cut off like the uh, 
they bridge and they cut off uh, YPG so they can once for all take uh, all the YPG out and then Dash will think about the same thing so we have two like uh, you know supply line every day like there was like a shooting mortar or artillery or something to the bridge and they're trying to like you know like uh, blow up the bridge or something so YPG was starving how many troops to, uh, during that time, right? I was counting, right? About like uh, 15,000 troops uh, was in Mumbai area. Uh, in 2016, uh, you know, like uh, all the troops, right, in YPG and SDF was only about 25,000. So they sent 15,000. Uh, when, when I say 25,000, right, is including logistic and like, you know, repair station and all these troops, right, whoever just wore uniform. And the you know the attacking force right only about eight thousand troops you know YPG eight eight thousand all of the fighting force was in Mumbai even like the Sunda Asa Ish some like a uh, hasn't passed thing everything you know the National Guard something everybody Sunda all they can they all of the force right to Mumbai you know that's why the Mumbai right is a bloodbath like the dash now we are coming. So they will prepare, and they are not rushed, right? They know, like, they have supplies, they have everything. So they just wait for, like, you know, their ally, allies and reinforcement come to the main beach. So during that time, right, like, uh, in uh, July, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I think uh, July is really hard. That stage, right, every day, right, like, more than, more than 20 YPG or YPG get killed. Every day you see like as a body bag carry like a, um, you know, body out. So that wow. is really a big bloodbath wow. for YPG. Here was like a, sorry, here was like a, you know, um, on the north Mumbai, south Mumbai, and east, uh, southeast Mumbai, and uh, the south, uh, east Mumbai. Here is about five, like a, you know, first day station. The American, like a, you know, the, uh, Combat medic was there, British combat medic is there, French combat medic is there, and uh, two like uh, is like YPGs uh, like uh, you know first day station there. Uh, one day I I was uh, one of my commander going to the American the uh, first day station right. The doctor almost can't stand up. Only have two doctor and about you know four like a nurse. So but uh, you know how many. People they have to treat every day. They have to treat about more than thirty people, right? So that is how tired of them. And uh, you know, the British came and also came, right? Inter- uh, the coalition came. So that's uh, all the doctors they have, right? They didn't expect that much casualty. And one of the doctors just you know after the surgery, right? They just uh you know just sit down on chairs, start like uh, just straight sleep. I was so dead, and outside still a lot of people waiting. Now, don't matter, like, people are just small injured, big injured, everything. Even during that time, right, some, like, a troop, like, a, some, like, a, the Arab fighter, right, they shoot, like, a, shoot on the uh, feet. A lot of people during that time, they shoot on the feet so they can get away from the Mumbai. So that is how scary of Mumbai. During that... Wait, they shoot their own feet? Yeah. If you see anyone like you know, like the feet get injured, like have one hole, that means they shooting for the, shooting themselves. Wow! How how the enemy can shoot down your feet? They they did that because trying to avoid you know pushing inside Mumbai. 
a lot of not only have some YPG did as well. And during that time, right, uh, in Rojava have about more like a one hundred uh, around one hundred international fighters. Every day, the、uh, the people who ever went to Mumbai, they just say, "I'm get a fuck out of here. I don't want to fucking die like this stupid shit." Every day, so here the international academy, right? Every day come a lot like a you know, new like a people from image. During that time, right, almost about fifty international want to leave Rojava because they know what happened is there. Wow, I mean, I remember it's a very tough fight because it's um it's it's one of the few uh kind of urban fight that. Uh, YPG engage in since、uh, since Battle of Kobani, except the position was reversed because Old Kobani、um, YPG had the advantage of being the locals. They they were dug in,、uh, you know. They had the air support. Yeah, and still that was a very tough fight in Kobani. But in Mon Beach,、uh, you know, it's ISIS that was well prepared. They have. They had six months to to build up all their defenses, and they were just laying lying in wait for the YPG to come into that death trap.、Um, so I can I can imagine.、Um, so one question I do have is around this time, around the time of Man Beach campaign, US was already pretty heavily involved. So there were a lot of、um, U.S. and NATO、uh, special forces in northern Syria. Did you have a chance to interface with them at all? Oh yeah, because I was in the headquarters. I saw them every day, you know, and、uh, because like、uh, I think last、uh, last time I told you like、uh, they was doing some operation in Mumbai, so they sent like the、uh, data force right. Then what happened right? They trying to capture one of the governor. Was it Mumbai? Was was hiding somewhere? So the intel is trying to capture that that guy, right? So there was send about two scrunching there, and、uh, you know, one day he's a big Humvees and all the stuff coming. All the oh yeah, Americans come help. Then they went in in the night. Then second day they come out, right? One of the、uh, special force was、uh, heavily injured. Another one was getting shot shot on the、uh, on the legs, right? And then someone was lightly、uh, injured, so one of the guy was totally internationalist. All the American、uh, international fighter, right? Say, I've been in the fucking、uh, special forces for thirty years. I never see shit like this. You guys get out of get the fuck out of here. Yeah, that's the or, or original word. And、uh, after that, so they fucking、uh, so they move out of that area. Then they、uh, then. They never, I never seen like you know fighting troops coming in Mumbai. Only like you know like、uh, the medic or other、uh, like, you know motor crew or like a UAV group, like you know airstrike coordination、uh, coordinate group. That's it. That's how bad. Who 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 are calling the airstrike at this point? Was it the Kurdish commanders that was calling in the airstrikes?、Uh, so basically, what happened right is the Kurdish commander right, like as、uh, when they. Get information from Mumbai, so the commander will talk to one of the translator, right? Then tell the basically like say, oh yeah, at this point I need a airstrike. Then they told like the American American say, yeah, about two minutes. Uh, tell your man about like two minutes the airstrike is coming. Then the commander tell the man say, yeah, hold on two minutes. But、uh, the things is what happened over there, right? 
is like a, you know, city warfare is so different. I've been to there. I know it. There's one building next to one another building, and the wall is so weak, right? And、uh, you know they're building a lot of tunnels and、uh, a lot of bunkers. You, you know, two minutes, even one minute, right? A lot of things can change. After they say, yeah, yeah, yeah,、uh, okay, the Astra is coming, and as、uh, the commander tells, yeah, the Astra is coming, and but、uh, the Dash attacks them. Then they they're trying to push Dash away. So there was like、uh, you know between the fighting, then Astra coming, boom, all of them are dead. Just bury under the fucking you know the building. The trash, all this stuff. Wow, wow, and that's one of the thing I realized when I was watching the fight in Man Beach, you know, online through Twitter.、Um, what I noticed, the YPG, they didn't have any heavy weapons,、um, you know, so they will go in with,、uh, you know, just、um, pickups and 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 dushka machine guns and. And AKs, you know, they will occasionally call in the airstrike on the main、um, ISIS holdout, like the, the the big granary, and and but you know, like they because they don't have tank.、Uh, I mean, I didn't see tanks、uh, being used, so I, I I don't know if they were, but, but I didn't see much heavy weapons from YPG. So it looks like they had to re- rely on. You know, calling air airstrikes to clean clear out. You know, some sniper nests, and then just pushed into the city on foot, like very very slowly. It was like a very painful, slow progress, and 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 with a lot of casualties apparently. Yeah, what happened during that time, right? Is like you know the FSA is pushing south and the dash is pu- uh pushing north, so they send all the heavy weapons around that area. You know, to fighting, you know, trying to stop them because they're trying to cut off the supply line, and、uh, you know, all the commander know if the supply line being cut off, right? So they cut off from the river. They got surrounded, right? Like you know, by by two those two forces. Basically, YPG is fucked because seventy、uh, percent of the troops is there. Then after that, if they get all the kill, all the like YPG and、uh, like、uh, SDF or Rojava was will, will be no no longer exist. Because he has no fighting force left in like a、uh, Jazeera or Kobani, you know, and、uh, they was like、uh, send all the trucks, all the heavy weapons to around that area, you know. Basically, like they was fighting inside city, Oscar was still fighting, you know. So here's like a two fight, like a you know two front, uh, was like a、uh, fighting, you know, Oscar and the、uh, city, right? So city was more dangerous. But、uh, you know the dash was never attack us, so they just wait, so they they just hold, the, and the YPG never had like a urban warfare experience. You know, like you said in uh in Kobani, like they are defense, right? They have support of the people, and uh they know the city, right? But the Mumbai is different. They will prepare, and、uh, they don't know about the, really about the city. So they were thinking about like yeah they're going to cut their dash up some something, you know first like uh they send like some like on vehicle right so really like you know like uh YPG gave them uh like oh no the American gave YPG some really heavy like a、uh, vehicle right you know like a、uh, what's it called yeah like Humvee then YPG putting all the metal steel really like about five centimeters like that thick like a、uh, Like a metal steel around the Humvee, 
Then they try to just just use that to to send the troops inside the main beach, but they still get blow up because the YPG got like a really low arms like on vehicle right. So when they lost two of the Humvee or lost two of the arm vehicle was really big like you know big feel of YPG because they don't have that much. And right now, everywhere was fighting. So, in the main beach was like this. They digging like a, you know a trenches around the main beach. Then they start from like the weak part, the south, uh, southwest of the main beach. They start pushing. Then they try to from southwest a street like a, you know uh, continue pushing and cut the main beach in the half. Then from the half, then cut off again. So trying to make a small piece of the uh, dash area. That was a good idea, but you know, the commander have no like urban warfare experience. The guerrilla tactic, all this stuff, defense tactic is not going to work. Okay. This, like when they first time I cut off the city, was happy. Yeah, was happy. They think about the victory very soon. Then the dash trying to attack from like left and right. They, they could surround as well. And uh, you know, there was so close position, just about five, six meters, right? Yeah, from the map, right? It's very, very like, a, like uh, you know, close. And uh, here's like a, not a big problem, but uh, in reality, right? Like they, they destroy building and uh, you know, like trenches and tunnels. You really can't find where the enemy was. And uh, you know, some of the, uh, the Tabo commander was calling for asteroid for everywhere. <laughs> so basically, like here's one group, right? Was one thing, and they like they get lost, uh, because they don't have a GPS or like you know really good maps, right? So they just say, oh yeah, just just go this place, go this place, okay. They put in troops there and dash attack that place, and uh, they've been completely wiped out. Then here the the commander heard about this story and uh, yeah, uh, Utah boy is going to rescue them. Then they go in there, get ambushed again. So here's wow. So here's one of the main road in Men Beach. Like uh, what happened is like what the dash right really ambushed two Tabo. There was like uh, doing like propaganda, making like magazine something right. Yeah, they made a magazine called Terror. The magazine, so there was like putting like a for photography something right, just like a, you know dead like YPG fighter, YPG fighter on the road, you know a lot of body right. So, so Mumbai really like a slot ground. A lot of people die over there, like is it what if you go into search right like a, a homeling YPG YPG dies, it's just about yeah about one one hundred two hundred, yeah, if you. Time about five or time about six, that'd be right. And a lot of people injured. A lot of people shoot on the feet, but they, when the commander saw that, right, they just say, yeah, I don't give a fuck if you shoot your feet or something, right? As long as you can fight, just go back. So that's what happened. Wow. I remember this because uh, at this time there was a, a famous YPJ fighter uh, that the British press called the Angelina, the Kurdish Angelina Jolie. Uh, her name was Asia Ramazan Antar, um, or uh, also known as Vian Antar. And she was, um, she was, she, she was martyred 
on the Man, Man Beach campaign. Um, you know, before you know, I saw her pictures a lot of times used as like propaganda posters by YPJ, and and so it was kind of a shock to find out that that she she died. Um, and and actually, I I use her um, picture as my Twitter profile picture. Um, so yeah, there were there were a lot. I I I was monitoring a lot of the Kurdish activists Twitter, and I I see they they would post all the all the fighters that were martyred, and I I saw a lot during the during the Miami Beach campaign. Um, oh, yeah, that's and one of the thing um, I think at the time, at least from the U.S. perspective, is that. Um, you know, the YPG, on the one hand, YPG wants to link up the cantons, you know, so they want to take over Man Beach and push to Afrin. But what U.S. wanted was um, for YPG to convince YPG to take take Raqqa. But Man Beach was kind of um, like the testing ground, right? Like the kind of a trial run for, for, for Raqqa, for the Raqqa campaign. Um, so, so this was kind of the YPG's first major testing ground for, for urban battle. Uh, and it took a long time. It took, um, it took about what I think from the beginning of the operation to the end, it took, took about three months, um, after the, the city was surrounded to finally, um, catch. And I, even at the end, I remember there was a group of hardcore ISIS, about like 500, 300 fighters or so, they were holed up in the center of the city. Um, and in the end, I remember to save lives that YPG formed some kind of deal with them to allow them to withdraw from the city. Uh, and, and you know, like that, that's, uh, uh, I mean, it, on one hand, it's unfortunate uh, those ISIS got away, but it was kind of understandable after hearing you, you know, describe the insane level of high casualty rate that, you know, sometimes it was just better to save lives to, to, you know, make a deal and, and let them leave. But of course, which meant that YPG had to fight them another day. Right. Yeah. Because right now, like, uh, the casualties just keep rising up, right? And uh, the YPG, they want to take the city as soon as possible because, you know, they're trying to focus, you know, putting, like, more troops uh, on the north and the south. So that's why, like, they made some, like, a deal of the uh, YPG, right? Like, I say, yeah, you guys can safely cross something, right? And, uh, you, you know, really, like, uh, what we call Membage, right, is, like, a little France. Right, because uh, a lot of French, like uh, the ISIS, right, was in Membridge, and the Membridge was like uh, the biggest, like really big, like uh, like school, uh, a training camp, and training city, right, for all the ISIS. They was educating here, then sent all over of the Islamic place. Yeah, I remember that. There were like Membridge was a big center for all the Western ISIS recruits. A lot of the European. Uh, and even some American ISIS were holed up in that in that place. And a lot of these uh, like foreign jihadis, they're they're like even more fanatical than the locals. They they because I guess they don't have any local ties. So um, yeah, yeah, I remember that. 
then after that, like the you know in final stage, right? Like uh, was like this dash, right? Still holding center part, right? If you look at the map, here's like a, a center part. Like uh, what happened is like uh, you know they they have tunnel, right? Like they destroy the, all the tunnel, they just stay in the center part. Then in the center in the center area, right? Here's a big like uh, you know like a street, right? Really about seven eight meters long, right? So. Here's no no cover, no thing, and uh, whoever crossed that get shot, and uh, and uh, during that time, right, like they hold the, you know, the funny thing is, right, they still have the family inside that place, and uh, they they hold the family as a hostage, right? Say yeah, if American asteroid that place, they will kill kill civilian people, you know, innocent people, right? So American can't. Shoot that place, and the YPG can't attack that place. That was holding for like about two weeks, so you know a lot of sniper warfare is going on in that area or suicide bomber, because you know they know that the reinforcement is not come to rescue them. You know, in the last stage, right? They just okay, fuck it. We start like with the suicide suicide bomber and you know suicide car. Quite a lot of people die of this. Then. Then I don't know what happened, right? Like uh, or the deal or something, right? So, yeah, that's what happens. The... So how long? How long did you stay this time? Um, like in the operation, uh, did you stay? Uh, uh, did you did you stay after the Man Beach operation? Uh, as soon as the Man Beach operation is is going to finish. So because like here's a ceasefire, like here's negotiation between them, then I know there、yeah, here's a, won't be a lot of fighting, and、uh, you know the YPG starts sending a lot of troops right back to like、uh, the area, you know, what happened right is trying to preparing for like a Raqqa offense, but the thing is they lose a lot of troops, they send a lot like you know the YPG mobilized unit back to their base to retrain recruiting. And、uh, the only thing is small amounts of force, right? From Ainsa pushed to south, but during that time, right, like、uh, I was so tired, right? I was request to go in like a, a civilian size to get some rest. So there,、uh, then in 2016, about September, yeah, because that was a、uh, when they fighting quite like a start finish, right? But、uh, in 2016 October, that is the time. Membage was totally being, uh, how to say that, uh, the being secure, liberated. Liberated. So you know about six months time, or or maybe yeah, six six and a half months. That is how long they take Membage, and and during that time still here, still every you know, still some small area of the dash control. So that time, why did you lose a lot of good men, good troops, and weapons? You know, because you know, war is depend on the supplies. You know, every time YPG on the operation, you know the water, the bread, and、uh, you know the food is from like import. So the uh, because you know YPG, they don't have any factory or only some means factory. That's it. Make bricks. That's it. Or oil. Can you eat on oil? Can you eat on the bread? No, you can't. So all the food was imported from like、uh, Iraq, and then you know sometimes the Iraq like 
it's not Iraqi government. It's like a Kurdish control, like a North Syrian Kurdish, like a region, right? In North Iraq. It's a Iraqi Kurdistan a government、yeah. control region. Yes. Yeah, and、uh, you know, here they they have two party, right? One of the party called KDP, KDP, right? Like、uh, they are pro Turkish, like、uh, you know, Kurdish party, and、uh, they are really against YPG. So sometimes during the Membij campaign, like uh, almost uh, like uh, in their hot spot, they close their border, so nobody here's nobody can cross. Only the Americans, you know, supplies Americans like collation like a、uh, stuff, but、uh, for civilian stuff like、uh, food or water. They stop there. When we, like, uh, I give you an example, right? When we like, uh, on the Mumbai operation, when we surround Mumbai, every day we have like some like a、uh, chicken. Then the then the chicken running out, then become like a、uh, bread and meat. What we call is lamajum, right? That is like a、uh, bread and meat, like you know, just、uh, like a bread naan with some like a、uh, mince, right? And some like、uh, oil, like you know, like a、uh, pizza without cheese. Yeah, still good. Then we have like a can of meat, something like a warm potato. After you know, few weeks, every day we get just bread, nothing else, or some like a potato, one potato, two potato. That's it. Boiled potato. That's it. That's all the food we have. So、wow. that that's we know the situation getting bad. That's YPG now they're going to change the situations as soon as possible. Otherwise. Every everyone will get starving. How come? How come there's no supply、uh, coming from like say Kobani countryside? Like, was was the Kobani just so totally devastated that it cannot produce food? Yeah, they can produce food. They only have like you know like a bread factory. But、uh, you know, so the Kobani can't just keep like you know provide food for the military. They also need to provide food for the civilian. You know, and、uh, you know, in front line, this like、uh, they have a more, they need more food, right? Because they are fighting. So the situation all over like Rojava was really getting bad, and、uh, you know the Kobani just been start rebuild, and、uh, you know a lot of place right, and、uh, a lot of farms still abandoned, right? Nobody going over there to make food, and at that time right was in summer, so the people should like you know, trying to get ready for like a.、Uh, Get all the food ready, right? It's it's kind of, kind of a difficult time. Food, the water. I remember talking with you on WeChat around the Man Beach campaign, and you told me that you felt really tired, drained by the operation, and that、um, you know you lost eighteen of your friends in the city,、um, and and you you wanted some time to rest. Yeah.、Um, Did you? So did you return to Britain after that? No.、So、what happened is, alright,、uh, my unit. Uh, I know. Like after I being like bodyguard with the commander, and、uh, you know, I would say、uh, why my friends, my comrade was、uh, getting killed in the Moon Beach, and、uh, I'm still like in safe place, right? And、uh, I have nothing to do with the commander, right? You don't need me to translate. You don't need to do anything. You want to give me keep it there. What I can do? Then I talk to my another old commander, right? He say, right, you can go with this Kurdish group. So, you know, Western, like、uh, they want to stay in like Western unit, but、uh, normally like the commander won't let them fighting. But in Mumbai, they send everyone, even internationals, going there as well. But they didn't send their hard spot, right? Um, some of the sniper was in really like from front line, you know. Normally the international was in second line or third line, 
But、uh, you know that's why a lot of international want to go with Kurdish group, so they know they can get some fighting right. But nobody expect that bad, not that worse. I was my group going. I joined back my my old unit right back to in 2015. So then we have like the operation we like split right in like a few group right. So A means one group. That's why we call like team fight uh five fight fighting team. Then we in same place we split in three three like three way right. So that is about about twenty four people right. What happened right is like as soon as we split and we just move forward, I heard on the left side, like you know they get like you know here's contact firefight. Then my group leader would say, yeah, we got we got to go over there to help our friends. Then we running over there, we just saw like they get surrounded by everywhere. Some from the underground, like you know, some tunnel, right? It just come from nowhere. They just hold it up and start firing. You only can see that the spark is flash, flashlight. That's it. You you don't know where the enemy is, and uh, here's no light. We don't have night vision, because all all of the time when we trying like attack in city, we're always in the night time. Because in daytime you can see clearly, right? You can easily to get a sniper, snipe, right? So that's why we always. Like a go to operation in the night, and、uh, normally what happened to YPG tactic right, like、uh, when the just for example right from the east side when we try to uh attacking right we notice say oh send all our troops attacking you know pushing you no know? what happens like oh、uh, yeah uh Cpan with your group you will guys will go to this building right like um you know in the night you go that building right defend that buildings. So entire line is like、uh, you know slowly, slowly like taking buildings. So they not to say yeah, yeah. Here's clear. We keep move, move forward. No, we just like、uh, yeah. You go into this building. Okay, you you waiting there. So all the same line, right? On your left, on your right, they have like a building being taken by YPG. On your front was like a dash. Then you waiting for a few days, right? Here's another group come come behind like you know uh come to you say okay uh. You guys stay here.、Uh, we will take the、uh, the the next building in front of you, just about maybe one hundred meters or like fifty meters. Then they go for four. Then they go four right. Take another buildings. Then after a few days, then we go into the front again. Do you understand? Yeah. So that is called the Wapija、yes. tactic, right? During this, like you know, Mun Beach. Then the the dash now. Exactly,、uh, they exactly know what happened to like our、uh, tactic, right? So they ambush us in the night. Our left side was like literally like they get surrounded, right? Our uh, our team commander was order us, yeah, we go there. Then we just drop all the you know like、uh, some food, water, right? We just take the ammunition, running to the south,、uh, running to the south side. You, it's not that far away, just about like twenty or ten meters. But here's a lot of buildings, you know, and open ground. You can't just go through there because you will get shot. So we have to go through another buildings, right? Because in city warfare, what YPG like to do is like you know, sometimes uh, the building next to to next uh building next to the next building, right? Here's just one or two wall. So they just uh break the wall, make it like a small hole, right? Between like two buildings. So we just go through there. Then when we or Arrived at place right. It's still firefight. 
and then we try to like we start shooting. I don't know where to shoot. I just shoot it like you know where I can see the spot, right? Like some of the flash. I shoot them. Then after that, uh, when we start shooting them, they they just stop, right? They just run away. Then we will request like you know they we told the commander we was in uh, engaged and we, we have contact, right? We need like an export. I don't know what that guy was thinking, right? <laughs> when the ash in the dark, yeah. The, the airstrike in the dark. Yeah. How, how do you know where we are? Because you know you have GPS, right? But uh, you know you you was inside the building. You don't have good signal. How do you know where where to airstrike? And uh, when we arrived that scene, right? Like they literally like well, yeah. Four guys get killed. One YPJ was like seriously injured. Those two was get a shot like uh, on the stomach. Those one was shot on the left hand. And uh, here's one one of the YPJ was missing. So only seven of them. I don't know what happens. So here's already four get a kill. And another group, right? This is literally like uh, they made the place, but they get ambush again. Then as soon we just take everyone back, and uh, we we go back to our own original like uh, building right routine right. Then on our right side like on our left side right, we start like shooting again. Then the right side shooting again. So the entire front line was da -da -da -da, shooting. We don't know what happens. Then the commander said, "Yeah, the dash was uh, attacking us." So they they know we are coming. They know we didn't take the building right. We didn't. We are not ready. So they. Surprise attack! So during that time, entire front line was a shoot, like a you know firefight, and uh, our group right was uh, literally confused. We don't know, go to left or go to right. Our team commander was so confused, because you know the team commander only about like nineteen, right? He just been promoted. He never have like a urban warfare like a experience, so she only follow her instinct, right? Or follow like the guerrilla tactic. Yeah, we're going to move for this place to this place to reinforce our place, our our, our troops, right? But the left side is attacking, right side is attacking. Where is she going to go? So she was so confused, stand from middle of like open ground, trying to use like a, a GPS, right? And uh, she used her, her her radio. You know, when you use a radio in the dark, the radio is a scream. It was so bright. Then she get a snipe, really badly. Uh, she, uh, the the bullet landed on her neck. She can't really, like, stop the bleeding. Everybody was panic. And uh, our team leader was literally she was like, uh, you know, hold the radio and uh, just, just, just like this. She can't breathe. The bullet shoot right through her throat. Her like a, uh, uh, yeah, the throat that area. So the blood just keep come out. And uh, you know, after the shooting. Uh, after the firefight stop, we trying to like uh you know go going back, but uh we saw like about here two three guys right, uh running across front of us, and uh you know we then we shot Havel, then three of the guys straight shooting back to us. They didn't say anything, just shoot us. So then we know oh shit, that is Dash. How the fuck is they get behind of us? <laughs> Hi. To find out what happened to Huang Lei and his team in their battle against ISIS, 
in the Syrian city of Man Beach, please subscribe at our Patreon website because the rest of the interview will be published as a premium episode to our subscribe listeners. Uh, to go to our Patreon site, just search Silk and Steel in the Google search box. Our link should be either second or third from the top. You will see Carl Za is creating Silk and Steel podcast Patreon, or you can go to Patreon.com and in the search box search Silk, and we should be the first results. Or you can search my name, which is Carl Za. It start with a C, and the, my last name is spelled Z as in Zorro. H as in Henry, A as in Apple. Please support us on Patreon. Our free episodes are available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Podbean. You can just search in the Google search box for Silk and Steel podcast. All the links should come up. Again, all our premium episodes will only be available on our Patreon site. We work very hard to bring you this content. We would appreciate it if you support us through Patreon. For monthly five dollar subscription, you have access to all our premium content. And I hope you enjoy the show. The next episode will cover Huang Lei's. Battle through Man Beach, and their upcoming battle in Raqqa. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support, and see you next time. Kuran shan bashanik cha, bo pares gari le sharbo, raunani doj menan bo, Thank you.